We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the DFS OGs podcast here on rotogrinders.com, presented by our friends over at BetMGM. Make sure you head over there, take advantage. Special offer promo code GRINDERS gets you a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Gamble responsibly. Guys, week five is here. Noto, let's start with you. Week four, pretty high-scoring week. A lot of injuries we got to talk about here. Uh, your Jags almost gave it a run in Philadelphia out to an early lead. But how was week four, my man? How are we doing today? Yeah, as good as week three was, uh, week four, the exact opposite. Jags got smoked. Bets got smoked. Uh, DFS was terrible. So, uh, yeah, not a lot of good for me. Hopefully you guys had a little bit better week. All right, let's go to Chop. Hopefully a, a little bit more positive on his side of the table here. Chop, how was week four? How are we doing, brother? Uh, doing good. Week four was Man, it was I don't I wasn't necessarily a winner in week four. Uh I was I was I was feeling pretty good. And then the last like two minutes, last two and a half minutes of that Lions game hit, and that really that put the cramp on the whole thing right there. I wasn't gonna come back from all that. So um uh, DFS, you know, not so much, but you know, other things were good. So yeah, we're surviving, man. We're surviving and advancing to another week, and hopefully one of these weeks we we hit, hit, hit it good. That's it. Keep your head above water. Decent week for me. Nothing major. Did want to give a shout out to friend of the show, Mike Petta Hoop, 24-10, taking down the million maker over on DraftKings. With, with that game you talked about, I mean, he stacked the hell out of that Seattle-Detroit game. Austin Eckler with a big week. So uh, congrats to our boy Hoop, one of us uh, coming up here. If not one of us, hopefully. One of our listeners out there, we will be going through every game, Thursday Night Football included, and we'll be utilizing scoresandodds.com uh, for the, the thing you see on the screen here. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, gives you all the spreads across all the different books, can look at props, and the new Parlay IQ tool is a lot of fun as well. Going to help you build super plus EV Parlay, same game Parlay, so check that out uh, over at scoresandodds.com. All right, guys, let's get into Thursday Night Football we got Colts and Broncos. Obviously, the news here right before we started recording, Jonathan Taylor out this week here in Denver. So the line has moved a little bit, started at two and a half in favor of the Broncos. We're sitting at minus three currently at BetMGM at minus 120, a lot of three and a halves out there. 
uh, which is where I would expect it to kind of settle in at total is sitting at 42 and a half. So chop, obviously a huge loss for this Colts team. Now Taylor hasn't been uh, what we expected as one of the best backs in football early this season, but still a huge loss. Now you go on the road short week in Denver here. Uh, what are we doing here? Colts and Broncos. Well, this is a, this actually might be a blessing in disguise for the Colts. If we're, if we're honest about it here, they're, uh, Taylor's still good, but the the offensive line for Indianapolis has let them down big time. It's not the strength that it was. In fact, it's the weak. It's a weakness. Their their run blocking unit on the offensive line is one of the worst in the NFL this year, out of nowhere. So, having Neheim Hines in there for more snaps and coming out of the backfield and catching quick passes and making making moves in space might actually be just what the doctor ordered for this offense. So, you know, before. First of all, before I put my bed down, I need to know what are we getting? Or do we got it at three? I'm gonna look right now. We we got to do the recap here too. So yeah, we'll, we'll okay. pause you. True we'll that. pause you real quick here, Chop. And we'll, True that. We'll do our we'll do our recap. So let's see. Chop last week looks like three and two. You hit on the Chargers, a big win in Houston. Uh, you had Philly at home against Jacksonville. Missed on Cleveland. Dropped that game in Atlanta. Missed on Buffalo by a half, winning by three. It was minus three and a half. Uh, and you hit on the Cardinals uh, in Carolina. Derek, not so good, my man. One and four. You had the Eagles, but you dropped the Colts, the Broncos, the Packers only winning by three, uh, and then the Rams the other night in San Francisco. I also went three and two at Minnesota in that London game at minus two and a half. Uh, Detroit, which I should have switched off, but left them in there for some reason. I had Atlanta at home getting the win. Green Bay was a loss in Kansas City on Sunday night uh, getting the W. So uh, my record currently 12 and 8. Chop sitting at 11 and 9. Derek at a flat 10 and 10. So that is the current settings. Now, you guys did advance with the Green Bay Packers in the old Survivor. That, that was not an easy... Uh, Easy sweat there. It was not looking good against a third-string quarterback, uh, but they got the job done. So let's look at your line that you're going to get here, Chop. Let me see here. Official pick em line for this game looks like Denver minus three. I'll take Denver. I'll take Denver for the big one, for the uh, – for I'm going to lock in Denver just because I, – although I do, I do think it, it's worrisome that – Things could change with Hines, and he could actually infuse a little, a little spark into their offense. Yeah, I, both these teams need to win. Denver, Denver needs to win. This is this is a, you know atrocious what they're doing with Russell here. They need to win. They're at home. I think they'll get after it. So I'm liking in Denver on this one. All right, best bet. Yeah, best bet. Best bet, number one on the board. Noto, let's go to you. Uh, one thing I failed to mention is a running game on the other side. Javante Williams, unfortunately, uh, done for the season here. So some combination of Melvin Gordon, Mike Boone. Uh, they just signed Latavius Murray off the New Orleans Saints practice squad. So uh, a lot of shifts, a lot of movement in these running games, Derek. Can Indy go on the win without Jonathan Taylor and get this done in Denver on Thursday night? I will also be locking in the Broncos as a best bet this week. I just think, look, going into Denver on a short week is tough as it is, and then you don't have Jonathan Taylor, don't have Shaquille Leonard. Uh, in his first game back, he broke his nose and got concussed, so he's not going to play in this game either for the Colts. 
Uh, yeah, give me the Broncos short week going back home. Uh, I know this this offense has been, you know, such a such a joy to watch is uh, one way to put it. Uh, yeah, it's been ugly, but I think they get it going a little bit here. I just can't play Matt Ryan on the road. Okay, I misspoke. Official line three and a half. I was looking at something else. So I want to make sure before you lock it in, you don't mind that hook. Uh, that's fine for me. Pulled me off. Pulled me off. I don't want to give the. I don't want to give the hook, man. <laughs> I got the hook last week with Buffalo. I know the, the, that's kind of like, yeah, I'm pulling because yeah, it, it was already pretty close to me. Randy Gregory's gonna. I think Randy Gregory's missing this game, and that's a big blow to the pass. I'm gonna pull it off. I'll, I'll, I'll make. I'll make five more somewhere else. All right. My apologies on that. Three and a half. Uh, the official line here. Derek sticking with it. I. I probably lean the Broncos as well. I'm not. I don't. I don't like the the hook either. But without Taylor, Matt Ryan has not been great here. Denver's been pretty good against the passing game. So are the Colts committed to establish any kind of running game? Philip Lindsay maybe coming back uh, to Denver here. Uh, he may be activated, but I, I just think Denver. Uh, going to get it going here. So I will lean uh, the Broncos here as well. All right, let's go to our next game. Another London game for us. Uh, early morning Sunday, we got the Giants and the Packers. This one's sitting at Green Bay minus eight and a half total at 41. So Derek, we'll stay with you. Obviously, question marks with the Giants. Who, who the hell is going to be the quarterback uh, is the main question. Green Bay survives uh, at home barely against New England. So should handle this game. Do they handle it by eight and a half? I don't know because uh, I thought they handled would have handled uh, third stringer Zappy last week by nine and a half, and uh, that didn't happen. So it does concern me a little bit. The best way to you know kind of beat the Packers is on the ground, and that's kind of what the Giants want to do with Saquon Barkley. Uh, with this being this is a London game, right? Correct. Yeah, so with it being not a home field for Green Bay, I'll just take the points and hope that, you know, the the Giants can milk the clock a little bit. All right, Chop, let's go over to you. Same question. A big favorite here uh, with the Packers. We don't know the status of of Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, who's going to be the quarterback there for the Giants. But like Derek mentioned, we do know Saquon Barkley going to get the ball a ton. Uh, Green Bay struggles against the run as good as that defense can be sometimes. So, uh, is Saquon enough to grab the eight and a half points here, Chop? No, definitely not for me. Uh, you know, the London thing scares me. You know, you, you're traveling, you play a game, and then you got to travel all the way over there. So it's it's a big number, but yo man, I think uh, I think I want to take the Packers here and, and lock them in as a best bet. I, I wish this game was back at home. I wish I'd even settle for being in in New York. And lowering the spread just a touch for me would be great. It does scare me that it's so far away, but like the Giants are are so fraudulent as a team. You know they just don't have much on offense, and they'll be able to scheme up to a way to kind of limit Saquon. There's no threat in the passing game for the Giants, and uh, yeah, I think Green Bay kind of like listening to Aaron listening to Aaron Rodgers post game the press conference. He knows games like that one where they you know facing New England, Bailey, Bailey Zappi, they have to put the foot down on their throat a lot sooner than that. That's kind of what he said, and he, he knows it was a bad deal to go to overtime, so I think they come out and take care of business here, so I'm taking Green Bay. Lock yeah, it in. I, I'm kind of worried about it. This is this team is a work in progress. It's going to take some time to gel everything together with these young receivers. You know, they're, they're running the ball a ton. The defense still has some question marks here, so – 
I lean the Packers, but I really like the under uh, in this game. If I'm betting this game, that's probably where I go. We see some ugly games in London. Giants wanting to run the ball. Green Bay wanting to run the ball. If they get a lead, they're going to milk the clock here. I just don't see the Giants, uh, if they are in comeback mode, being able to put a bunch of points on the board. So a low number at 41, but that'd be my pick here uh, from this one is the under. All right, let's get to Sunday. Uh, we'll start with Seattle and New Orleans. Seattle coming off a, an epic win in Detroit, 48-45. Uh, the Saints struggling a little bit. No Alvin Kamara last week. No Michael Thomas. Jameis Winston uh, questionable once again. He also missed that game. They hung in there uh, with Minnesota with Andy Dalton, but come up short. So uh, traveling back home here, we got a five-and-a-half-point spread for the Saints. We got a total up there at 46, Chop. So I know you're a Saints guy. It's hard to not believe in what this Seattle offense has been doing with Geno Smith. I know it was Detroit, but uh, this guy has been a lot better than people realize. So can they go on the road again here against a very good defense in New Orleans and cover these points so the Saints bounce back and beat the Seahawks here? For me, there's too many unknowns with the injuries to the Saints right now, so I, I'm not going to touch one side or the other. I'd, I'd, just, I'd lean the under. That's the way the Saints games are kind of playing out a lot lately. So I'd lean the under, but it's too many unknowns for me uh, to make a real pick. All right, Derek, let's go to you again. A lot of injuries. We, we don't know what the status of Winston Kamara or Thomas as of this recording. So tough to really say if they're healthy. You know, maybe this line uh, moves closer or moves up closer to a touchdown. If they're not, maybe it starts to move the other way. So uh, what are you doing with this game early in the week? Are you a believer here in what you're seeing out of Seattle? I don't think they're as good as their two and two record. You know, they beat uh, the Broncos in their home opener, kind of their Super Bowl, and then they beat the Lions, which uh, they played very well. Geno's been great so far. And I think the Saints are better than their one and three record. But yeah, you mentioned all the injuries and they're coming back from London. Uh, just so many question marks. So I'm with Chop. I'm not going to, you know, mess with either side of the spread. I'll just uh, assume this is going to be an ugly game and take the under. I'm on the under here as well. Uh, if anything, I'd lean a little bit to Seattle, but uh, tough to say with those injuries. We just don't know. So I'll just leave that alone. Uh, I'm on board with you guys there. Uh, give me the under there as well. Next game, Derek's Jacksonville Jags uh, going back home to host the Houston Texans, who have yet to put a win on the board. The only winless team uh, in football right now. This opened at seven, still at seven here. At bet MGM in favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars, total at 43 and a half. So, Derek, again, they, they get out to a 14 nothing lead in Philly. Ugly weather uh, kind of caused some problems there for Trevor Lawrence. A lot of fumbles in that game. Uh, Philadelphia just establishes their dominance and closes that game out. But now you come home, very plus matchup here with the Houston defense that cannot stop the run. I mean, James Robinson in a great spot here uh, as a bounce back candidate. Do the Jags bounce back? Do they cover the seven points? I do think the Jags bounce back in this one. Uh, Chop and I had the Eagles as one of our best bets last week, so that was nice to see, even though uh, Jags did scare us there for a little bit. Look, talk about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he went to Clemson, and then he's playing for in Florida. I don't think he's played a lot of bad weather games in his career. Uh, going back home, going to be uh, sunny in Florida. So, yeah, give me the Jags at home. I still like their defense. I still like their running game. I think they're better, you know, on both ends of the ball than the Texans. Seven is a lot, but I think they do it. I'm on the other side of this one. I, I keep mentioning the Texans being competitive. You know, that game against the Chargers, uh, they had all their chances in the world. They make a comeback, uh, come up short, but they're going to be competitive here. I do respect what Jacksonville's been doing. 
seven feels about right, but I, I think Houston stays in this game and stays competitive. So uh, give me the plus seven here. Not a best bet, but I do like the Texans in the spot. Chop, break the tie here. Jags or Houston with the seven points. I really don't have a, a preference in this game. I, if I was going to do it, I'd lean Jacksonville being at home. Just a slight lean, but I, I don't really have a preference. I, I think uh, all points are valid. Houston's Houston's better than probably what the public thinks they are, and Jacksonville has impressed me also so far. So I have just a lean towards Jacksonville. All right, let's go to, I think, our biggest spread of the year uh, so far, the newly uh, minted quarterback, Kenny Pickett, leading his Steelers into Buffalo to take on the Bills. 14 on the spread here, Chop. I know you're a guy that loves to take these these big points here. Can you take the 14 here with Pittsburgh, or is this one of those, they're going to get blitzed, we want to find those alternate lines here with Buffalo? That's a tough one. You know, I, Kenny Pickett's first game, I think it's a big improvement over Mitchell Trubisky, but I don't I don't know that I want to take a rookie quarterback on the road against what I think is the best team in the NFL. So I'm kind of torn on that one. If it was anybody else that they were playing, I'd want to uh I'd probably want to take some Kenny Pickett in his first in his first NFL start, but I can't mess with it in this in this situation. So it's a big number, but and we'll talk about another really good team later in the Eagles, but uh, teams like the Bills and the Eagles, like points, kind of don't do anything for me this year. They're just so damn good that they can run it up fast. And I don't I don't think I want to touch a rookie quarterback on the road against this kind of a team. So uh, I'll lean – I'll slightly lean Pittsburgh here, but believe me, it's it's the – it's maybe like, oh, it's a it's a blowout and they get a touchdown in the last minute to bust a spread or something, kind of a lean. That's where I'm at with this one. I mean, normally two touchdowns, the NFL, I, I want to take Pittsburgh, but I worry about Pickett. I, I think he's obviously the better option than Trubisky, but to ask this kid to go into Buffalo and, and make his first start on the road against this team, against that crowd, against this defense uh, is a big ask. I mean, you worry about the last minute cover, like you said, Chop, but Buffalo, one of those teams that that's not going to let up. That that's the thing I, I worry about here is they're going to continue to score. They're going to continue uh, to put the foot on the pedal. So, I I, I want to lean Pittsburgh. I just can't do it. Derek, any more conviction here? Or are you just rolling with the Bills? And again, those alternate lines. This is one of those games that maybe we find those Buffalo minus twenty and get us some plus odds. So uh, that's not out of the question for me either. Here, what are you doing with this big spread? See, now you're now you're speaking my language. Uh, Buffalo minus 14, Buffalo minus 19 and a half, Buffalo minus 23 and a half. Give me all those this week. This is only the second home game. Uh, their first home game, obviously, against the Titans. They just, uh, you know, smacked them at home. And uh, the Bills faithful, they're going to be out. They're going to be breaking tables. Uh, they're going to be fired up for this one. So, yeah, like you said, I don't think they're going to take their foot off the gas at all. They've been in a couple close games recently. I think they run away with this one. I am excited to see, you know, Pickett and Pickens together. But uh, give me the bills uh, by a landslide. Best and, bet. I mean, that sounds yeah, like a best bet to me. Lock it in, lock it in. All right. Buffalo on the board to go with the Denver pick for Notorious. All right, next game, we got Atlanta and Tampa. A couple two and two teams here opened at nine. Still sitting at nine at BetMGM. A lot of eight and a halves out there as well. Total at 48. So 
Derek, we'll go to you here. Uh, Falcons uh, getting it done. I mean, they barely threw the ball. There's a lot of uh, upset Kyle Pitts owners out there uh, in fantasy land. They lose Cordero Patterson to short-term IR. So that obviously a blow here. And then you're going on the road uh, to take on Tom Brady coming off a loss, but he does have his weapons back. Godwin was back. Julio was out there a little bit. So is this a get right spot for Tampa or are we believing in what we're seeing out of this Atlanta team? You know, as part of the 20% that played Marcus Mariota in DFS last week, very aware that uh, they like to run the ball. Uh, 14 straight runs at one point against the Browns. Uh, and I don't think, I mean, Patterson's been awesome uh, for sure, but Caleb Hundley looked pretty good out there too. Algier looking pretty good. And this team is the only team in the NFL that has, uh, that's covered the spread in all four games. So I'm going to take the points on the road. Uh, Tom Brady's dealing with the elbow and shoulder injury now. Uh, a lot of off-field stuff. Uh, I know Buccaneers, they are getting healthy, but their offensive line still worries me a little bit. So give me the points. Give me the Falcons to continue their covering against the spread. I am with you here. I'm locking Atlanta in as a best bet here. It, it just feels like too many points. They've been very good against the number. I've been riding them all year. I'm going to continue to hear uh, the one thing. They'd want to run the ball. And normally, Tampa, not a team you can run against, but haven't been as dominant against the run here. So maybe that same game plan uh, can work, keep Tom Brady on the sidelines. So uh, give me the points here, locking in Atlanta as my first best bet. Chop, are you with us here on Atlanta? Does Tampa Bay bounce back here and throttle this Falcons team? I am not on that train. In fact, I'm gonna I'm locking in Tampa Bay as the best oh, bet. Boy. I think Ooh. it's it's just all about the narrative for me, like the narrative street. Like this is a course correction game for Tampa Bay. That was an embarrassing defensive performance from a good defense. That was an embarrassing – they got embarrassed by Pat Mahomes. I got to think that they're going to bounce back pretty strong here defensively. We got some more weapons back for Brady. Like if his head is anywhere near this, then they'll be fine. If his head really – if he really is off in the clouds because he has so much stuff going on, then, yeah, that, it's not just this game they got to worry about. They could just – they could go ahead and punt the season if he's not – if he's not in his right element. So – I'll take this as a course correction game for Tampa Bay, get back on track. And uh, and the Falcons watching that game against Cleveland, like, man, that was pretty pathetic. So you come with that kind of offense in Tampa, you're, you're, you're going to get shut out. So I'll, I'll take Tampa here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
All right, let's move to the next game in the NFC North. We got Chicago and Minnesota Vikings, seven-point favorites here, uh, up from six and a half at open, total at 44 here, Chop. So the Bears somehow, two and two, uh, some ugly games. They barely throw the ball like we talked about uh, with Atlanta. Khalil Herbert uh, looked pretty good. Uh, in relief of David Montgomery and Vikings uh, get back on track. Big game out of Justin Jefferson uh, in that London game. So a uh, big divisional game here. Uh, the standings kind of jumbled up here in the middle. Who breaks free here? Chop can Chicago go on the road and get it done or cover that seven points. I'm going to lean Chicago slight lean for Chicago, just because I think that, uh, you know, Vikings aren't that good. Three and one is certainly a little bit not not really representative of who they are. They're, they they won the last two games in pretty weird fashion and and got lucky to get there. But more so that than it's a big spread and Chicago can run the ball and they can look like really ball control it sometimes and so they can keep it close just by limiting possessions here. I think so. I'll take a lean on Chicago plus plus that touchdown. I'm not touching this one, Derek. In fact, the, the total seemed too high to me. If I would have just on paper, what's the total here? I would have said 40, 41. So to see it at 44 tells me I want the under uh, in this game. Chicago's not a team that's going to score a ton of points. Minnesota hasn't really shown they're going to go out and score 35 points either. So seems like an ugly game. I'll leave the seven alone. I'm going to go under on this one. What do you got here, Bears and Vikings? Yeah, Beer, I'm with you on the under. Don't really love the Bears offense, obviously. Uh, and scoring across the league has just been down. Um, it's, I think it's like the lowest yards per attempt for quarterbacks since 2006. And uh, the unders have just hit at like a 60% clip so far. So, yeah, I'll, I'll continue to ride the unders. A lot of teams are playing those two deep safeties to keep everything in front of them. I think we're just going to see a grinded out game from the Bears and the Vikings, if they are in control, uh, get Dalvin going a little bit. Next game, Titans and the Washington football team slash Commanders. Titans sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Big win for them on the road last week in Indy. Commanders uh, struggling big time here. Uh, adding to the injury report, Jahan Dotson going to miss uh, this game. The rookie even catching touchdowns seemingly every single week. Meanwhile, Tennessee, uh, Traylon Burks uh, going to be missing some time here as well. But Derrick Henry got back on track. Noto, another good matchup for him. This opened. At a pick em, it is all the way up to minus two here at BetMGM and a lot of two and a halfs out there. So if you're on BetMGM, get a good price on the Titans if that is your lean. Total 42 and a half. What are you doing here, Noto? Don't like this game at all. This feels like a trap. It feels like the Titans should be three and a half, four point favorites uh, coming off that big win. So I'm just going to blindly take the home underdog. Give me the points. Give me the the line that looks fishy. Um, not a lot of uh, conviction behind it. Not locking it in, but uh, give me Washington. I lean Tennessee here, but I have those same concerns. Uh, anytime you see that this two and a half feels like they're begging you to take that number. The public is all over this one as well. Uh, 80% of the bets right now coming in on the Titans. So that would be my lean. I am not locking it in, though. I'm probably with you. I'm probably going to leave this game alone, although I expect uh, Derrick Henry to dominate this one. Chop, any more conviction in this one? Titans minus two here in Washington. No extra conviction for me. I'll I'll lean on the under here. I just think uh, it's tough to pick a team right here. I was, I was prepared to take Washington if it was a field goal or more, but it's not. So I'm just going to lean on the under. 
All right, another road favorite coming up here in the AFC East. Miami, a minus three here in New York, taking on the Jets. Uh, Dolphins will be without two. A Teddy Bridgewater under center here. Opened at six, all the way down to three here, Chop. At minus 115 total, sitting at 46 in this one. So, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, solid, serviceable, solid. I mean, there's certainly worse backup quarterbacks in the world. Has great weapons to throw to the Jets. Been a pesky team, and they go on the road and get another win uh, in Pittsburgh here, but tough spot here against this Miami team coming off a loss, coming in with extra rest. Do you believe in Teddy Bridgewater here, or are the Jets going to get it done at home? Oh, game manager Teddy, I think he'll be fine. He'll just kind of like do what he does. Uh, I, he's not going to be able to take advantage of the weapons that he has, you know, not like Tua could. Uh, but he'll be fine, and I think they'll make an effort to run the ball a little bit more in this game, and they'll be fine. But I don't have a specific, like, a, a really solid feel for it. I would say I lean towards Miami just because I I, I think, Teddy, he's not going to make mistakes, and he'll get the ball to Tyreek, but it just won't be downfield. He'll get the ball to Waddle. I just don't think it'll be downfield. But I think they'll, they'll be able to run the ball a little bit here. So, And I think they'll be able to – they're going to blitz. So how will Zach Wilson handle the blitz is going to be a big question. I don't think he'll handle it as well as he did last week. He was pretty good last week in that comeback. So I'll lean Dolphins, but I don't have I don't have a strong take on it. We got we got a lot of leans here early in the week. No, it's I went through these lines before we came on the show, and like it's hard it's hard to find five solid bets this week, in my opinion. This may be an abstain week and just sit out completely, but I, I lean the other way, but no strong conviction either. I, I just give me the home team and the points. This is another one. The public is all over Miami uh, early on in the week here, as you'd expect. Uh, 81% of the bets right now, 86% of the money. So Derek, like Houston, the Jets just been one of those pesky teams. Brees Hall getting a little bit more involved. I certainly worry about Zach Wilson, like Chop mentioned. I mean, that that's certainly the wild card here, but I think they stay competitive, so I'm going to lean as well here uh, with the Jets early in the week, but uh, no strong take on this game. Your thoughts here, Dolphins and Jets? I do not like hearing that uh, 80% of the money's uh, on the Dolphins so far because uh, I do want to lock them in as one of my best bets. For all the reasons Chop mentioned, um, they do blitz a lot. I think you know Zach Wilson, he looked great on that final drive, but he was pretty terrible before that. And, uh, yeah, I just think Teddy Bridgewater, I think it's not that big of a downgrade from Tua a little bit, but uh, he's a good game manager. Get his, get him, get the ball in the hands of his weapons. You know, they have a lot of short passing routes for Tyreek and Waddle. I think they're going to make some plays. So I'll lock in Miami uh, with the rest of the public. All right, Miami, Derek's a third best bet to go along with Denver and Buffalo thus far. Let's get to another small road favorite here, the Chargers traveling to Cleveland. Uh, to take on the Browns, both teams sitting at two and two. Opened at LA minus two. That's up to two and a half here at BetMGM. Total sitting at 47 and a half. So, uh, Derek, two teams uh, could use a win here. Uh, Chargers get it done in Houston last week. Cleveland comes up short on the road in Atlanta last week. So, another small road favorite here, Derek. Another one that's getting a lot of public support here. What are you doing on this one, Chargers and the Browns? Where's the public at this one? Actually, it's the other way. I was looking at uh, the, the wrong graphic here. Bets uh, 55% with the Browns, 81% of the money on Cleveland. So, 
right, not a not a best bet for me. I do like Cleveland. I mean, they're a couple plays away from being four and zero. The game against the Jets, which they just gave up in the last two minutes, and then last week against the Falcons, the Chargers. They were my Super Bowl pick, but they're just dealing with so many injuries. Um, they kind of you know let the Texans back in last week. So I'll take the home team, just, uh, you know, ride Nick Chubb in, in this one. I'm locking Cleveland in here. I mean, you, you think about this matchup, Cleveland loves to run the ball. The Chargers very vulnerable against the run. I mean, they, they just got torched by Damian Pierce. So if Cleveland can establish it and, and get it going here with, with Chubb, with Hunt, uh, as a home underdog, especially with that public betting uh, in our favor here as well, I like Cleveland in the spot, plus the two and a half. Wish it was three. Maybe it ticks up to three. Uh, but give me Cleveland here as a best bet. Chop, what are you doing here? Chargers and Browns. Nothing strong. Just leaning towards the Browns because they're at home. And this for the same reasons you said, just a slight lean. So uh, it just feels really fishy. What is the Chargers? What have the Chargers done this year to deserve to be road favorites against Cleveland? I don't, I don't see it. So just a slight lean towards the Browns. Got the West Coast traveling east as well for a 1 o'clock game uh, for those that uh, believe in that narrative. So let's move on to the Matt Patricia Bowl, our last game here in the 1 o'clock window. Detroit and New England, both teams, 1 and 3. We got a three-point spread in favor of New England. That is up from a a 1.5 open total sitting at 46.5 here. The Lions overs have been money in the bank here, Chop. Going on the road here, we don't know the status yet of Swift, of Amonra, St. Brown, DJ Chark. We'll see if they get any of those weapons back. New England expected to be zappy under center here once again. So this defense for Detroit is terrible. New England should be able to run the ball here, Chop. Feels like an under, but what are you doing with this game, uh, Lions and Patriots? Yeah, another game where there's a lot of injuries right now, and it's hard to make a real pick. Uh, so I'm just going to take a lean here and I'm taking a lean on New England because number one, I actually think that they're probably a better team with Zappy at QB right now than with either one of those other guys right now. So I, I don't mind that. I think they can run the ball down Detroit's throat. I think that's, I think that's what they'll try to do. They're at home. And you mentioned the little narrative street for uh, Matt Patricia. If anybody should know the weaknesses of Jared Goff and some of these other guys on this team, that defense, the defensive personnel, who can do what and who can't defend something, it should be Matt Patricia. This should be a game, New England. In fact, let me lie. I'm locking that one. Give me if, if I want Zappy as my QB now. Now, if Hoyer gets announced as the QB, I'm, I'm calling you and I'm taking this bet off the board right here. But I'm gonna go ahead and lock in. The Patriots, because I, I like I like this. Give me the Patriots as the best bet. I love New England this week. This may be my favorite bet of the week. Uh, Detroit's one of those, you know, everybody loves them. They're scoring points. It's so much fun here. But if there's anybody that's going to slow this offense down, it's going to be Bill Belichick. Like I said, knowing, and Patricia, knowing Jared Goff, who knows who they get back. That obviously may change this line if Amonra St. Brown is in there. If not, Feels like a game New England's defense should be able to control. They're not as good as they've been in years past, and they are going to be able to run the hell out of the ball. So DFS-wise, love Damian Harris on FanDuel, Ramondre Stevenson on DraftKings. I think both guys certainly in play here. But I think New England wins this one easily, Derek. This Detroit defense is just that bad. So I'm locking in New England here as well as one of my favorite bets of the week. In fact, my favorite bet this week is New England minus three. What do you got here, Noto, Detroit and New England? 
Make it three for three. Uh, locking in the Patriots as well. For all the reasons you guys mentioned, they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, the Lions on the road. I do like the Lions as an underdog more than a favorite. You know, we we kind of all took the Lions, you know, at home as a favorite last week. That was probably a mistake. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to fight till the end. But I just see, you know, New England controlling the line of scrimmage on both sides. All right, let's open up the late afternoon window here. We got San Francisco traveling to take on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Niners at two and two, Panthers at one and three. Somehow, Matt Rule still has a job. This spread as ballooned from an open of three all the way up to six and a half in favor of the Niners total down there at 39 and a half. So Derek Niners looked good the other night against the Rams. Now they travel to take on this disappointing Carolina team uh, six and a half, just a shade under a touchdown. Can the Niners go on the road and get this done? This one feels like a trap, uh, but I was looking at some numbers, and the Panthers' offensive line has actually been really good this season, and Baker has still been awful. Uh, I think the Niners are going to get a lot of pressure on him, at least a lot more than he's faced in the first four games. So even though I don't like taking big road favorites, I am going to take the Niners in this one. Uh, I gave Baker a shot last week with my pick, and uh, I'm not going back there. Another heavy bet uh, for the public here. Uh, 79% of the bets and the money coming in on the Niners. I'm going to leave this one alone. I lean the Niners. I do like the under in this one, though, Chop. I, I don't know where Carolina is going to come up with any points here against this San Francisco defense. Uh, that's looked great. Bakers look terrible. So give me the under here in this one. What do you got, Niners and Panthers? I lean the Niners, but nothing, nothing big just because uh... – Oh, some of the things you guys already mentioned. Uh, I tried to give Baker the benefit of the doubt coming from Cleveland. And no, uh, he just he's just not doing it for me right now. He looks pretty bad back there. But on the other side, the Niners are not playing the Rams. So Garoppolo is not going to look like a pro bowler here. Like he's going to probably revert back to what he typically does. He really only saves those special games for the Rams, it seems like. So battle of two tough, rough, rough, rough quarterbacks. I'd lean Niners, nothing big, though. All right, let's go to these guys' favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, undefeated, traveling to Arizona. Uh, Five-and-a-half-point spread here in favor of the Eagles. That opened at four, so that has ticked up. Uh, total up there, as we'd expect, at 49, one of the highest totals on the board here, Chop. So, Eagles have been good to you. I, I'm assuming we're, we're locking this one in. Arizona certainly hasn't done anything uh, to show us uh, that they belong in a game like this. I like the Eagles in this one. I am locking Philadelphia in. I think they blitz this Arizona team. I, I think you're really going to see a big performance out of this Philadelphia offense, and this Arizona offense has looked lost. So uh, Philly, to me, uh, feels like an easy one here, Chop. What do you got here, Eagles and Cardinals? Whew. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't lock it in, but uh, I'll lean, I'll, I'll lean the Eagles in, until they prove otherwise, but I'll lean them. I just won't lock them in because it is a, it's just fishy. So, you know, going on the road like this and, and Arizona has, I know they haven't been particularly good on offense, but they do have that one thing that can equalize it, which is Kyler Murray's legs. If he chooses to use them. Uh, but you know, you know, you're a really good team. Like, you know, you're really good in the NFL when you just kind of erase a 14-point deficit like it was never even there against another good NFL team, like 14 to nothing, no big deal. Watch at halftime, we'll be le leading this game. I guess when you know you're pretty strong. So 
but I'm not going to lock them in. I think there's a little question with their offensive, their left tackle, if he's going to play or not. That could be the first chink in the armor for them this year. And uh, and like I said, Kyler Murray at home, they, they really need a win here. I think he uses his legs a little bit, so I'm kind of neutral on it, but I'll lean Eagles. I like that they've done it in multiple ways. I mean, they, they've done it in a passing game. We get bad weather. Okay, we're going to hand Miles Sanders the ball 40 times. Uh, the defense is strong. I, I just think that it's too much for this Arizona team to, to overcome on both sides of the ball here. So, uh, Derek, are you with me? Conviction on the Eagles. You would chop with the lean on the Eagles, or are you riding the Cardinals here at home? I can't leave the only team that uh, helped me out uh, last week. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm locking in the Eagles. So I was looking at uh, this the other day. You know how teams usually script up a certain amount of plays, uh, offensive plays to start the game? Well, uh, Cliff King, Kingsbury and the, and the Cardinals offense, they have zero first quarter points this season. Uh, they have yet to score in the first quarter. So I like taking the Eagles like uh, to score first. I like taking them the first half. Uh, obviously like the game as well. Uh, they have elite corners. Obviously their offense is great. Uh, part of the reason why the Cardinals have been okay is their ability to you know come back on teams in the second half but uh i don't think the eagles or defense is going to let that happen so yeah give me the eagles lock them in my favorite uh bet of the week all right that is your fifth best bet we'll recap uh, all of our best bets here at the end of the show next game we got uh, chops dallas cowboys traveling to la to take on the rams opened up rams minus seven that has been bet down to five and a half here uh, this total sitting at 43. So, Derek, we'll stay with you. Dallas, uh, not quite ready for Dak yet. Cooper Rush has been great, undefeated as a starter. The Rams on the other side, it's been a mess. I mean, Stafford looks terrible. The offensive line looks terrible. Uh, Allen Robinson looks washed to, to those that, that said that in preseason. You get that uh, W here. About all they got is Cooper Cup. Dallas loves to blitz. Uh, this is an offensive line that they should be able to take advantage of here. I'm leaning Cowboys here in this one. Potentially a best bet. Have not decided yet. Derek, what are you doing on this one? Rams and Cowboys. This feels like the obvious bounce back spot for the Rams after such a poor performance. But ah, you mentioned it, man. They haven't been able to protect Stafford. He hasn't been able to get anything going outside of throwing it to Cooper Cups. So I'm with you. I'll take the points on the road with the Cowboys. Uh, not a best bet because I'm out of them. But uh, Cooper Rush, he's been he's been good enough. Uh, and I think that keeps keeps going this week. All right, let's get to our Cowboys fans, see what he thinks here. Chop, uh, team has looked good with Cooper Rush under center. Rams have looked terrible. Do the Rams right the ship here? Is this Dallas defense going to be too much for him? Oh, I always like to bet me a little regression, and I feel it coming on in this game, so lock me in on the Rams as a best bet. Uh, yeah, I, the Cowboys may be able to pressure Stafford in this game, but by the same token, how are the Cowboys going to stop Aaron Donald? You know, that the middle is – probably going to get exposed for the Dallas offensive line. Cooper Rush look fine, has looked fine, but this will be the toughest test he's faced. Yeah, just – and the Rams, like – so, you know, you get these things. McVay versus Shanahan. I mentioned Garoppolo earlier. McVay versus Shanahan has always been a real mismatch in favor of Shanahan. McVay just struggles against that team. Well, believe me, I, I – I would hope McVay can coach circles around big boy McCarthy there today or, or on Sunday. So I, I just, I don't think that advantage is going to be, be like it was last week on that, on that game with the 49ers Rams. I think the Rams are going to bounce back here strong. So lock me in the Rams, man. 
All right, Chop locking in the Rams, his fourth best bet here. So one bullet remaining, two games left. Let's go to Sunday Night Football. Cincinnati and Baltimore should be a fun one. Both teams sitting at two and two. We got the Ravens as three-point favorites here. That is down from three and a half at open. Total uh, still sitting at 48 and a half where it opened. So uh, Chop, Baltimore, let that one get away last week. Uh, They had Buffalo beat uh, in those weather conditions. Let them back in the game. Do they bounce back here? Cincinnati, I mean, this is a big divisional game. Both teams sitting at two and two. What do you got here, Sunday Night Football? This is going to be my fifth best bet right here. My last one of the week, and I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, It just feels like uh, Cincy, I mean, for all that money they spent on the offensive line, we, we kind of touched on it a little bit in the past, but they're just as bad as they were last year. So they haven't improved that offensive line. Mixon can't run the ball at all. Like he's literally grinding out three yards a carry against everybody. Not a good look here going into Baltimore. Baltimore has lost some tough games. I think they bounce back strong here. They're just the better team. It feels like they're just the better team. So I'm locking in Baltimore here. Best bet. Also, Circle back, put me down, Tampa Bay survivor pick this week. I need Tampa Bay as my survivor. Oh, boy. Okay, going against my Falcons there with Tampa Bay survivor pick. If if Brady's – if he's washed, he's washed. Then I'll dance on his grave, but I'm going to give him one more chance to get out of the hole here. All right, I am with you on Baltimore, Chop. I am locking them in as my fifth bet here as well. I know Joe Burrow, Chase, had some massive games against his team last season at secondary, still banged up here. But I agree with you. I think Baltimore is the the better team here. So I think the Ravens right the ship, get this done at home. Give me Baltimore minus three for my fifth best bet. Derek, what do you got here? Sunday Night Football, Cincy, and Baltimore. I love the over in this one. Uh, and their two meetings last season, uh, they combined for 58 and 62 points. And Burrow threw for about 1,000 yards in those two games. Uh, I don't think the Ravens secondary is nearly as good as it was a couple years ago. Still missing a couple pieces back there. Uh, I do lean toward the Ravens as well. But uh, I love the points being scored in this one. All right, let's wrap it up. Monday Night Football, Vegas traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Opened at minus six and a half. That has gone to minus seven. Total way up there. Highest of the week at 51. So, Derek, we'll stay with you. Tough spot here for the Raiders. They finally get a win last week against Denver. Now you got to go on the road and and play Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, a team that dominated Tampa Bay in that game on Sunday Night Football. So, Seven-point favorites here with the Chiefs. Who do you got, Raiders or Chiefs? I'm a known Raiders hater, uh, I guess I would say. Um, I don't think they're a very good football team, but they looked good last week at home against the Broncos. I would lean towards the Chiefs. Would want to lock them in, but I already got my picks all set up. Uh, It just screams one of those games where, you know, the Raiders keep it close somehow, uh, backdoor cover or something like that. So I'm going to stay away from it, but uh, I like the Chiefs in this one. I'm leaning the over in this one. Uh, it's just a lean. I'm with you. No strong take. Uh, probably a lean to the Chiefs here as well, but certainly no best bets uh, for me. I'm out of them anyway, but uh, would not be locking one in on this game. Chop, uh, any more conviction? You're out of best bets here as well, but what are you doing here Monday night, Raiders and Chiefs? Definitely no strong takes on this one, but uh, if I was going to lean here, I'd lean I'd lean Raiders. Just a divisional game. It's tough. They usually, they usually play the Chiefs pretty tough, and – and uh, the Chiefs are coming off that that like spectacular win against Tampa Bay. There's got to be a little bit of a 
of a letdown here. I think I just I lean I lean the Raiders, but not bit not much. All right, that will do it for week five. Quick recap of the best bets. Chop is rolling with Green Bay, Tampa Bay, New England, the Rams, and Baltimore with Tampa Bay, his survivor pick. Noto rolling with Denver, Buffalo, Miami, New England, Philadelphia, and who for your survivor pick? I'm going to go safety route with the Bills. All right, rolling with Buffalo here. And my survivor was eliminated long ago, but I would probably go the Buffalo route as well. My best bets this week, Atlanta and Cleveland, New England, Philadelphia, and Baltimore. So an interesting week here, a tough week with some of these numbers and spreads. So uh, take it easy with the bankroll this week would be my advice here. Final thoughts, guys. Week five. Derek, what do you got? Look, there's only 18 weeks. If you've gotten off to a slow start, don't let it discourage you. Let it fuel that motivation. Uh, you're only one week away from, you know, getting back on track. So uh, I'm coming off of a terrible week and, you know, do my best to bounce back. Looking forward to week five. It happens. Pick yourself up off the canvas and it's a fresh start uh, here this week. So great advice there. Chop, final thoughts for the people. What do you got? Should be a fun week. We got uh, all this going on in football, and then plus we got some uh, MLB playoffs starting. Uh, I kind of always look forward to that. It's the, the format should be fun, so should be some good sports stuff going on. If you're in a state where you can bet legally, man, must be nice because this is going to be fun. <laughs> yes, it is. NBA right around the corner here as Ooh. well. So gonna gonna be busy, busy, busy for sure. But thank you as always, everybody, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. Don't miss the show. Uh, head over to BetMGM, promo code GRINDERS for that risk-free bet up to $1,000. And best of luck uh, with your bets and your DFS this week. For Chop, for Noto, I am Beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck this week, and we'll catch you next week. Kick off the new pro football season with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code GRINDERS and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117. For confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi and Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.